0: Hey, hey. They call me help. They call me Stacy. They call me her. They call me Jane.
1: Don't feed the trolls. This is our podcast. We're closing in on 100 episodes, if not this already. Mi-
0: this might actually be 100. We've got a few in the can, so we don't know when this is coming out, but could yeah. be the 100th or 100th and second podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time. And speaking of long time, Matt, the monarchy has been around a long time time yes it has today we're going to talk about the royal family and the trolls of of, of what comes with all that if you're british about the <laughs> there's a royal wedding this weekend in the uk and uh you know as far as i'm as far as i know that's the biggest long like the most popular monarchy in the world right oh the, the... yeah absolutely for sure okay and um but first let's let's on we have one patron a new patron this week craig landino
0: all right uh, thanks craig he He gave gave us a dollar. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, now. That's a dollar towards my rent. (laughs) Yeah. No, not when you
1: split it up. It's like 20 cents.
0: (laughs) Yeah, after, so the, there you go. after the fees and I split it with you. Uh, yeah. yeah, if you guys want to support us, uh, chuck a dollar or five bucks a month for this podcast, which of course is free for anybody to listen yeah. to. And if you enjoy it and you enjoy the topics we talk about and uh, whatever whatever this is, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash don'tfeedthetrolls. And there's a bunch of bonus episodes and all that stuff. And we'll be doing some more troll talks, I believe, this summer that we'll be throwing up there. So if you want to get in on those and the 17 we've already posted, uh, feel free to just support us. You know, just do it. Nothing just it. do it.
1: And if you if you give us money on Patreon, Matt, you and I will share the spoils. Yes. But now <laughs> we're talking about the Royals.
0: All right, there we go. There's a rhyme. <laughs> Yes. Yo. Hello. Hello. J- hello, James Matthews. It's so funny. My name is Matthew James McDonald. So we have um, we have some uh, name, n- name stuff in common. In common. <laughs> lot, we, we have so back. much in common. And, you know, I do have <laughs> U- UK ancestry, too, so we could be related.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is true. But when I was
0: at school, I used to always get,
2: because obviously it's James Matthews, the teacher in the register used to be Matthew? And I'll be like, yeah. No, my name's James. And I get you know
0: <laughs> one of those things. But... Yeah, the double the double first name. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Nathan Samuel Henry. I have three. Oh geez. You're that's a serial killer name. I never yeah. put that together now, but now I'm 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 gonna start watching you. Oh geez.
1: <laughs> yeah. What time is it over there? You're in London. Are you are you south of London? I am north of London in a place called Walsall, and it is 1508. You're a military time man. <laughs> <laughs> 12, oh. 13, 14, uh, so hours, three... 1500 hours. Over here in America, we like to do things very dumb. We don't use the metric system, which makes no sense. Which one's the, which one's uh, the more scientific one? Celsius?
0: Oh, Celsius is way better, yeah, because zero's freezing. Yeah, what the heck? With thirty two, thirty two degrees is freezing. That makes do you no guys sense. use Celsius
1: we, over there?
2: We do, yeah, we do.
0: Yeah, and in kilometers.
2: Well, actually, we we don't use km. It's miles per hour.
0: Oh, that's weird that you guys use miles. Yeah, because they do they do k in in Canada. I'm in Canada right now, okay. so you know, Queens on the money. You figure you figure they would just you know adopt that. But that's interesting. We got
1: the UK, Canada, and America all on one podcast at the same
0: time. Yeah finally the allies have combined the world together yeah that's right we, we got to civilize the, these people there's war everywhere we gotta we're gonna lay the smack down not,
2: on, not today not on the podcast
0: <laughs> james
1: tell us a little bit about yourself how we met uh yeah, yeah you were just you were just a young boy trying to be in a big band when we met for for the first time
2: <laughs> aren't we so, all so was I. we met, I think it was, I was working this out this morning and I think it was about 10 years, well, it's 10 years ago this month that our first single from my band Go Audio came out that long. And I think we we toured with Hello Goodbye um, around the same time. Yes. The first tour. Yeah, man. So it must be 10 years. And then I think we randomly bumped into you when you were supporting someone else and we were just doing our own little headline and then you came over and supported us on a couple of tours and it was just like the best tours ever and yeah. uh, and for any anyone listening nate has absolutely huge hands i'm not sure what that says about him but he has <laughs> he has absolutely massive shovel hands and he used to um calm me down before each um gig with a massage shoulder massage <laughs>
1: yeah i uh appreciate you like you know letting me do that it was uh it <laughs> was, it was my, my way of saying thanks for bringing us back to the uk yeah well, there was
2: no payment involved so that was the kind of form of uh yeah yeah, yeah exactly so we, we yeah we knew you guys from then and you just yeah really really nice group of guys and um uh. yeah man, again we should just do it again. Well, that's what's
1: happening yeah, right absolutely. now. Nostalgia's back. Everyone wants uh, that, like scene from like you know late early 2000s to mid 2000s. So it's it's kind of back. So you could get the gang back together and uh, make it happen.
0: Yeah, man. We we should do. I think 10 year anniversary. It's you know. Do James? Do you still do music? Um, I I'm still involved in the music
2: industry, but I do um, artist management. So I manage a couple of artist now and um yeah I I kind of finished performing maybe about five years ago and I haven't Mm -hmm. I haven't done anything since I did a bit of writing I was signed to Universal as a writer for a time so I continued doing that but then I mean you get older and you're just kind of like okay well I need to stop paying the bills, let's, uh, let's yep. look at doing something a bit more and I didn't really have any qualifications, I came straight out of college and went into yep. band and um, I thought if I'm ever going to have any chance of making any kind of money I need to stay in what I know which was music and um, right. I, I, you know, I kind of carpet-bombed my CV around the industry of people that I knew and Fortunately, someone at Capitol Records um, gave me a little scouting gig, which was cool. And that opened a lot of doors for me. And yeah, I en- ended up doing my own management thing, which is going well. And uh, Nice. Yeah, man.
0: It's enjoyable. Nice. Well, at least you have a CV that's worth um, representing, or at least carpet bombing. I, <laughs> I, I blew my 20s and 30s away. All I got is music, so... But I, but like you, I mean that's that's kind of what it what it becomes. It becomes like okay, you learn a lot about the industry and you learn a lot about what you need to do and how do you need to position yourself and how to promote and how to market and how to think right about music yeah. and touring and everything. And then you can just apply that. And that's that's you know yeah, I, I a lot of people I don't just quit. Think, but
2: you know, obviously, on the three of us being involved in bands for so long, I don't think it's something you can teach in terms of what you learn from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people go to university and, and college and do you know, music degrees, but I think you know, firsthand experience, like you know, we we did, I think that it kind of really just put you in good stead for you know, obviously, like me doing a career in music management or something like that. I do feel that I've you know, I do see both sides of the fence when it comes to you know, maybe arguing my point with a promoter or an agent right. and um you know seeing the artist side of things as well which is uh which is i think it's good and a lot of people do tell me that which is nice
1: yeah management right, manage, right. management it's one of the harder jobs i think in the music business I'm babysitting babysitting and i'm kind of always on call which
2: is slightly annoying but um
1: yeah yeah i'm, fortunate
2: enough to, I'm looking after two two guys one called zach said Zach um, S-A-I-D. um he's kind of a, a soul pop cool dude i've been managing him for about six years and um yeah man he's good he's got he's got a single coming out tomorrow through sony um called money
1: um
2: and yeah man it's, it's just a joy to work with Even i've got a guy called john buckley who's also great so yeah
1: yeah i love it i uh I'm so fascinated. Every time I talk to people um, from the UK, you know, I was funny. I I love all the accents, but I would say I fell in love. We did a couple shows. I don't know if you were on this tour in Ireland. And it was funny going going from Scotland, which I couldn't understand what anyone in Scotland was saying. And then going to Ireland, literally just getting on the boat. And then it was like, oh, my gosh. The Irish girls talking to me, it's just like the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Do you, how does it... That's interesting.
2: Do, you, do Americans think that – I've always wondered this. Obviously, I've got an English accent, but my accent is, is – it's not Queen's English. It's, it's the middle of England, which is kind of a – it's more – it's called black country accent, mine is. Um, but people call me a Brummie or whatever. It's more like Ozzy Osbourne that's where right right from. yeah um yeah. Is it interesting do a lot of americans just
0: broadly speaking think that a lot of english speak like the queen is that what is that the no no i mean i mean i remember that movie the trip where where the, those two british actors go on a trip in like wine country or something i forget, forget what it was but it's called the trip okay and uh and and they're both doing um what's his name the Cockney accent, um, Michael, uh, the old guy, Alfred from Batman. What's his name? Kane. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Yeah. And they were doing that that Cockney accent, and then they were switching back and forth between their accent. And you can, I mean, you could tell there's a there's a huge difference. There's a broad swath of accents on that island.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: there is. <laughs> Okay, no, I always I wondered yeah. that because it's kind of like. And
2: when I go to America myself, they're like, oh, your accent's so fancy.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> Fancy. Stereotype, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I didn't really know. You know, you're a kid. You grew up in America, and you know, like, there's people with the southern drawl, you know, like. And then you got people. Yeah. You know, you, you got you got some accents over here. Some New York,
0: Boston yeah. accent. Like, just it's all the East Coast. Yeah. It's really harsh. Yeah. yeah. But it got to
1: the point where we were in Scotland, and it was just – it was so thick, and it – like, kids were trying to buy T-shirts from us, and I couldn't I couldn't even sell them a shirt. I was like, I don't know what you're
0: asking me. <laughs> like, and then they were, you know, and then... It's like Brad Pitt. It's like Brad Pitt from Snatch. <laughs> yeah, it was just
1: funny. And then I, I, th- I think I told the story on the podcast that all the kids in Scotland were trying to get me to drink that terrible soft drink, Iron Brew.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, this is terrible. It tastes like cough medicine, but they all loved it. And then... The next day we played in Ireland and it was like the exact opposite. I was like, I I just don't know how men don't fall in love with every girl who's. I think, they do, mate. I think they, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So you do, mm-hmm. do. do. You
1: like the you like the Irish accent?
2: Yeah, man. Um, I've got a few Irish friends, and I do think that you sound naturally cool. Like when you see Conor McGregor on interviews as well, it's kind of like I mean, if he had my accent and still had his kind of. Um, personality I don't think it would connect as well <laughs> I just think everything kind of comes together and they can just get away with it they're cheeky aren't they and uh you know they they call it a crack don't they C-R-A-I-C is that it? And then they, you know what's the crack they're always the crack. up for um up for beers and, and they're, they're they're kind of yeah. a, a 24-hour party that nation I think
1: <laughs> yeah taking a piss yeah but the, I think the Scottish, though I think they are. I think if 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 I was to fight somebody from the UK, I probably wouldn't choose a man from Scotland. They just terrified me.
2: Yeah, they do have quite an aggressive accent, especially I think when you look at Glasgow. I think Edinburgh have got more of a Edinburgh. It's a bit like softer, like that. Yeah, yeah. Glasgow's a bit more like that. You are looking at me or what? <laughs>
0: So which ones? Which ones? Sean Connery from <laughs> Sean Connery.
2: Uh, I think. I mean, he's got such a weird accent. I think he's a mixed yeah, kind of growing. It's like a speech, speech impediment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he went to London, but um, I think he's from the Highlands. Actually, Sean Connery.
1: So the so the further you get out into the the sticks of. You know, the country, the the more dirty it gets, the more
2: I think on the outskirts of bigger
1: cities, you get
2: pockets of towns and stuff like that, where it, it gets a lot more working class, so to speak. Which yeah. Here and stuff.
0: Do you have a lot of people like because it's such a close proximity, but then, you know, these cultures and these languages and these accents all developed kind of in their own little bubbles, because, you know, way long ago before transportation was such that you could travel and and intermingle a lot. Do you you have a lot of people like, if they hear your accent and you're not from that neighborhood, they ask you where you're from or tell you where you're from based on your accent?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they just kind of guess where you're from. And even, yeah, um, because I'm from an area in the West Midlands called Walsall. And if you, if you go from Warsaw and Birmingham, there's a, a massive difference in accents, um, just, huh. just just little things. And to be fair, I, I actually I'm, I have a very bad time trying to um, know the difference between Canadian and American. I know that's quite bad, but I, I've kind of over the years I've gathered that <laughs> you say like uh, sort of like is it. It's it's a boat and yes, a
0: like, kind of yeah, which is all or she's uh, almost Scottish sounding if you think about it a boat, yeah a boat yeah yeah and it's but it's also Midwest like Midwest US in in Minnesota and you ever, you ever see Fargo yeah, yeah. you ever see Fargo or Chicago like yeah, yeah. The, the way they talk in the Great Lakes is kind of Canadian a bit a bit yeah, yeah. because
2: I, when I was in I went to St Petersburg in Florida I love going to Florida by the way as Nate knows and uh, yeah. I go every year if i can but i was in st petersburg at a bar and this guy was talking i think he was from did you just do say mil milwaukee no mil
0: uh, minnesota so, or
2: mil- milwaukee same thing sorry yeah. yeah I mean, and uh yeah. listening to the conversation i was kind of thinking to myself yeah yeah he's canadian i can i can tell i know that accent. So i can tell and when they started yeah. talking about where they were from and he was not from there i was like oh okay this is like really odd so i wasn't aware that um, yeah, so it's, I guess it's kind of like the equivalent of somebody in London speaking Scottish
0: and going, "I'm from London." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's they're close. I mean, Minnesota is on the border, so you know they. It's it's just weird how it's more regional than it is, um, na- you know, national border-wise. Like the the farther you go south, obviously, um, there's there's a big difference, but there's a huge difference between um, the the deep south, like Alabama. Um, yeah. Or Georgia versus Texas. A cool. uh, Texas is a Western drawl. Yeah. and uh, and then if you go between the two in Louisiana, that's a totally different language <laughs> that they're speaking down there because they have like the French Cajun and the New Orleans stuff. So and then you go out to California and it's all just like surfer bro. Well, yeah, and- it can be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. That's the thing about touring in the U.S. is you don't, you know, you go over to the UK and you're like, oh, it's like. Two and a half hour drive everywhere we go. It's awesome. Um,
0: yeah. Versus here, You've got seven hour drives
1: between cities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there's just so much. It's, it's kind of like Australia a little bit. But I remember just, I remember liking that for sure. It go is ahead. definitely. Um, yeah. This is like, we always speak about it over here is that
2: the Americans don't really seem to have an issue with driving hours on end to get anywhere. Um, you know, my, my mom's got friends in Canada as well and you know, they said, oh, you know, we're off to, we're driving to New York, you know, they're from Ontario, and then oh, we're off to New York and for the weekend, and we're driving down just to see my brother, and it's kind of like,
0: wow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we complain when it's kind of right two and a half hours three hours but i, I guess it's yeah tr- the, t- toronto to new york is like across europe <laughs> in a car yeah 100 so percent <laughs> like South
2: spain from like england or whatever yeah. But, yeah. you know i think that it's it's strange that you don't really see that as a big, big issue but i guess the roads are bigger there and i admit that when i'm in florida driving around you know i'll you know i'll fly into miami and we'll drive up to kind of Clearwater and Tampa and you know that's that's a good five, four or five hours, and it doesn't feel like it because it's, yeah. it's just a different kind of mentality over there, and you kind of just slot into it, I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the auto, the autobahn is uh is is big and straight and fast, and so you get. What's there. funny because uh, <laughs> that tour, that second
1: tour we did with you, I drove that whole time. It's just a little bit I mean I like I like the way that it's all set up over there you know that we started off the conversation you guys tend tend to be a little bit smarter in the way you choose your language and uh, celsius and all that stuff but then I've, I remember thinking this is the way we should be driving the roundabouts were better everything seemed to float a little bit better but it was crammed you know I remember thinking like it felt like we were all on these
0: smaller roads because I'm sure it was built for horse and buggies. Yeah. yeah you know, it was like, that's when the cities were developed, you know, there were no cars, but
1: I remember thinking after that tour going like, did I just do that? Did I just drive for like two weeks straight? Uh, and you did know. you drive with a manual gearbox?
2: Cause that's the yeah. car over here where, when I go to America, it's always automatic.
1: Yeah, I did the manual. I did the manual van. We had the sprinter van. And you shifted with your left hand. I'm left-handed. So it was all right. Was the clutch on the same side? Uh, left foot? I don't remember. I think
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that could do that. Yeah.
1: But uh, you know, cause uh, the tour before that, our tour manager went over there, and this is hilarious. He uh. He was uh he was a wild driver. We were parking in London one time. You talking about Big Daddy? <laughs> yeah, Big Daddy. He's been on the <laughs> podcast. He slammed, he slammed into this BMW, and then he just we all woke up like what what just happened, and then he was like hits the gas and just yells mr toads and just starts <laughs> driving and uh if you don't know what mr toads is it's like the
0: mr toads wild it's ride it's this yeah. like <laughs>
1: disney uh ride where it's like the yeah mr toads wild ride and then we were like dude there's like cctv everywhere you just ran into somebody it took off and so, so so we he pissed off somebody in london that day um <laughs> but it's it's really narrow, hard to drive. I remember being kind of stressed out. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, American roads, London roads.
2: You um, do you find it hard driving on the left-hand side, or the or the, or the correct side, should I say?
1: <laughs> so you think you think we drive on the right side, at, like the best? Do you think, or would you rather have it your way or our way?
2: No, so actually, do you know what I like when I drive in America is that when you get to a cross like a junction that if nothing's coming to the left of you you can just pull out do you know yeah whereas in england you just have to wait and just you have to honor the the traffic lights and wait before you turn
0: left oh oh so so you're talking about you're talking about the taking the free right turn yes so yeah yeah
2: that little hack that you guys have got but i think um for for me It's it's just what you're used to. And to be honest, when I drive over in America, it's automatic. It feels like I'm driving like a golf buggy. It's super easy. It's kind of (laughs) (laughs) – the the petrol, the gas is super cheap, and I'm just kind of driving around. And you just get used to being on the right-hand side. But I can imagine it's a lot harder, like you've just touched on, for someone from America to come over to England to drive a manual on the left-hand side of the road.
1: Yeah. I can just imagine yeah. it's a lot uh, harder. I remember it being like three or four times more expensive. Is that true?
2: It's, it's so expensive here, yeah. I mean, but, but w- when I fill up in America, right, it's just like, I think it was the last rental car we filled up, and it was something like $40, and you filled the whole tank. <laughs> and it, it lasted like days, whereas <laughs> here you'll fill up maybe 25 pounds, which I guess is $50, Mm-hmm. Actually, probably not that was probably the exchange rate when you were last over oh gosh it's um because i remember that talk because when you came over you would get you were getting screwed by the exchange rate at the time it was like
1: 20 bucks to get a subway sandwich
2: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but <now> it's, like- <laughs> it's not even worth two bucks no
2: <laughs> it's, it's changed but yeah so- you couldn't
0: pay me to eat one now i know so yeah let's let's Let's, let's shift topics a bit. Hey. I want to know, and Nate, Nate kind of brought this up because he brought you on, and we were talking about... He, he, a... he, you fancy the Duchess of Cambridge. That's what I want to talk about, <laughs> That's right? That's what he wants to know, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it like living in a country where there is an intact hereditary monarchy still capturing the, the hearts and minds of people? What is that like? What do you, how do you see the, uh, the royal family? Um, on a personal note...
2: Uh, You know, I'm not speaking for the the broader population, but for a personal note, I mean, it's it's not like you know, it's nice and it's cute and it's all fine, but it doesn't affect me. You know, I'm just kind of keeping on with my business. And you know, I do think it's great for tourism that they are there. Um, I do think Prince William and Kate are the best of the bunch. I just think they're really cool and I think they. Are just nice people. Prince William supports the same football team as I do,
0: soccer team. Sorry. Nice. No, uh, no, no. You can say football. We're yeah, good. So, uh, <laughs> Aston
2: Villa. But he, he's <laughs> them, and um, yeah, man. Like I was just think that's super cool. I think I'm. am trying to gauge when, because I I do feel that the Americans make a bigger deal out
0: of it than we do. However, in the last- I think I think we find it quite quite a, a novelty yes because you know because it's like wow this is this is something that actually ties them back to like you know king arthur and the knights yeah. around you know that's the, that's the way yeah. americans see it
2: cuz i cause Nate, i remember being on tour with you guys and we were in cambridge and i remember like walking around with you and i think we were going to some old like inns like pubs which had been in for hundreds of years and at the time you know, I was relatively young, and it's like uneducated and relatively young. But you were kind of saying, look, you know, we really don't have a lot of history in the U.S. I mean, it's relatively new compared to your country. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously you were finding a lot of things maybe we take for granted, you know, a, a, like a bigger thing than we did. And I guess it's the same with the royal family that because we grew up within, it's kind of there. But it, it is funny when I go abroad as well, especially to American Some people are like, are you from England? Do you know the Queen?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's like, are you from Canada? Do you know a guy named Jerry? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, he's three igloos down, you (laughs) idiots. Yeah, you're from the UK. Uh, Are you
1: Banksy by any chance?
2: (laughs) I I, I do feel that there's been a slight change in the last maybe five to ten years. Definitely since Kate and William got married, which is maybe – four, five years ago now, I think, maybe longer. But I, I, I do think there's more of a national euphoria of people kind of just getting on the bandwagon and just feeling more British about it, I guess. I mean, I did get – I wasn't invited officially by the people, but my, my friend messaged me the other day. He's was like, do you want to go to Windsor on Saturday? He's actually Scottish, and he plays the bagpipes, and he's played in the White House, and he's played all over the world. And he um, Oh, no wow yeah he's played for like a lot of people and he just said do you want to come to windsor and um i went to like the the william and kate one and it's just like a you know it's history and it's they're expecting around you know hundred thousand people in windsor and windsor if you've if you've been there if you haven't been there it's 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 quite you know it's a relatively small town i go every year and i go to the horse racing which is there with the family and um, it's very picturesque it's beautiful but it's not that big and i think that I believe that's where they're getting married on Saturday.
0: And do you refer to the royal family as just the family? No, is that what you is it, it, that what you were referring to? Um, did did I, did I in passing refer to them as that? Then I don't know. I just you said with the family or the family uh, right? sorry, with your family.
2: No, I meant my family. Oh no no no. Okay okay. Sorry, <laughs> lost I, in translation. You know, in America, I did actually see that um, that you've got a. British No, where well, you've got a monarchy themed TV
0: program. Is it the Royals? Oh the Royals, yes. yes yeah, no, yes. But that that's not over here. Well, I, I was super I was yeah, I was super into Downton Abbey. Uh so I think I think America's um, they are sort of obsessed with the well, the idea of the aristocracy. You guys love Trump the over there, right?
1: You know? You guys love Trump. <laughs> so Yeah.
0: You guys and your Nigel Farage and your Trump love and stuff. Tell us about that. <laughs> that does divide a lot of opinions over
1: here (laughs) as it does here as it does here it's
0: like we love the queen you love trump it's like equal it's like swapping you
1: guys have the metric system of politics and then you come over here and it just doesn't make any sense it's like what are they doing over there yeah i love it
0: how long do you think the this sort of hereditary monarchy will go on because Part of me thinks it's it's really important to like have a tie to history and the past. Yeah, and and, and granted, I don't know how much actual power the, the the royal family has politically. Is it more just a ceremonial type thing that they that they do? That's sort of their their motive of, yeah, of I being.
2: Mean, I, I don't. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um they, they they don't have they don't hold any political um.
0: But they got money. I guess they they can sway opinions, obviously, right? If they say something
2: they can I mean I mean a part of every Christmas day the Queen does a speech and, and she speaks about the whole year's events and um, like you know terrible things positive things and she's and kind of like look we're all family together and you know enjoy your time and you now, traditionally everyone sits down and watches the Queens speech I don't do that I mean I just again it's just not the royal family aren't something which I um, do but you know there are families that are I did hear on the grapevine that um, a few street parties were going to happen this Saturday um, for the wedding. But I also read that um, one got planned in the West Midlands, where I'm from, and it got cancelled because no one signed up to want to be included in the street party. Um, so
0: so you're from a rebellious neighborhood. You just won't fall in line with the monarchy.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's on the Trumps.
1: You won't, you won't bow to the king. <laughs> you think at some point, Matt, that it might just dissolve when people are kind of like what's the point of this well i was
0: asking yeah i mean i mean i hope it doesn't because i think it's really cool but it's it's definitely archaic in the way that we see um you know political organization and governance it's it's not related to blood and there's nothing superior about you know one person's dna over another so it's it is sort of archaic but then again you can trace the whole family tree back to you know The history of the country and that's it's nice to keep that going i guess
1: that's interesting so i mean from my understanding the queen you know the whole family just helps the queen right is that how it kind of works
2: it sounds like um, some bee colony or something like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) all the drones Uh, they they bring the queen honey colony (laughs) so so from my understanding a lot of what the Royal Family do, you know, and to be fair, I do think that Meghan Markle, is, you know, obviously I don't know the lady and I'm sure she's great. I'd never watch Suits if that's what she was in. But I do, you know, they work very hard for what they do. I mean, even the, you know, the um, Prince Philip, you know, he's been ill and he's got a hip replacement and he, you know, they're out doing charity work every single week. They've got engagements. If, you know, they're, they're always doing something at their age, it's like huge. So I think her coming in, I think it's going to, it's not going to be all roses and, um, you know, just having titles and here and there and going to fancy dinners. You know, I think she's going to have to work for it. Um, but who knows? And again, people say to me who aren't English, you know, what, what what do I think of it? And I don't really have an opinion, but I do think that it kind of I think William and Kate great for each other. Kate, uh, but I do think the Harry, he's more of a lad and he's liked by lad culture in the UK. Uh, you Is know, that
0: like a, a, a British bro? Yeah, a lad, Brad, Brad, Brad and Chad. I love it, <laughs> lads. <laughs> a lad, because we have you know we have we have we have bros. And uh, but obviously
2: he served in the army as well. He went to Afghanistan, I think. um
1: He's kind of he kind of had a little bit of a party uh, personality there for a while, right? He was a little bit more wild. He did, if I remember rightly, he dressed up as a Nazi soldier at some fancy dress party
2: about ten years ago, which he got a slap on the wrist for. Um but yeah, I mean, apparently the, the journalists coin him the um the prince who would bow you out if it was a bar fight happening where William would run away.
1: That's
0: kinda
1: of- <laughs> William would run away. It's not very princely. And William. he's getting married this weekend. That's the whole that's the whole thing going on, right?
2: So it is an, – in answer to your question first, I do – I don't think it will die off. I think if anything, it's getting popular,
1: especially – But who pays for all this?
0: Who pays for this wedding? Taxpayer. Oh, jeez. No way. So I heard that the queen had like a trillion dollars worth of real estate somewhere, you know, left I mean, over from from colonizing the world. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's, not, she's not short of a few
2: pounds. I mean, to be honest, I think a lot of the – when I say taxpayers, I think a lot of that comes from – you know, employing the police to, to 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 man the streets into like near Windsor, and you know, obviously the terrorist threats nowadays. You've got a kind of, you know, spend right. a lot of. I mean, you know, it's not it's not cheap to do all that, and um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure they've. Uh, is, it, is it normally, the it's normally the bride's father's duty to pay for the wedding. Is that correct? Or the dow- In- the
0: dowry. Yes.
2: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I I read that the. Um, her father's not even turning up anymore. He was meant to be going, and then she saw that he posted some things online. A paparazzi—he paid a paparazzi to to photograph him, looking at pictures of her on the internet for some bizarre reason. Uh,
0: what? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't—they
2: they weren't, they weren't sordid pictures or anything like that. But they, um, yeah, the yeah.
0: UK paparazzi is wild too.
2: Yeah, yeah, how oh, the So she
1: said, Dad, you're you're selling me to the paparazzi, I don't want you to come kind of thing.
2: Yeah, well, I don't think she said it, but I think she fell out with him over it and then he said, Well, I'm not coming then. Uh, Headlines in the newspaper today is that
0: like Megan begs father to walk her down the aisle <laughs> I just think it's so funny. It's like, you know, we have Hollywood celebrities and and the you know the people that are at the pinnacle that people follow around, and I guess that's sort of I mean it's it's who you it's who you sort of bow the knee to in the U.S. That's our royalty, right? Yeah. Um, you know, not mine, and and you know, just like you with the the royal family, not yours, but it seems like the the general populace sort of is just obsessed with the personal lives of of people in this family.
2: Yeah,
1: and celebrities in general. Yeah, I went to Buckingham Palace. I remember standing out there, and uh, people were heckling the guards and stuff. Um, and I and I remember thinking to myself that the thing about the UK that you know, as an American, when you come over there, you never really get to see anything that old. And then when you get over and you just walk around in these cities, I mean, you're seeing buildings that are a thousand years old and stuff like that. That it's just that the the history. It's so much cooler I think because you can actually stand back and go, Man, that thing has been here forever and yeah. uh, you go into some of these churches and it's just like a display. And it's sad because no one really it doesn't seem like anyone was ever in the churches. They don't really care about that history. And I but I remember thinking a couple things. I remember thinking, Man, this is just everything's so much older here and that's really, really you could just stop and think and just think, man, thousands of people have been in this spot right now but then I remember the kids in the uk were a little bit more because you can drink younger they seemed a little bit more jaded do you get that vibe that the, the the younger generation just a little more uh a little more tough around the edges
2: yeah i i I, do, I agree with that um yeah i mean a lot of people nowadays as well they're just kind of um you know they're out eighteen is that is the drinking age and i think that they're out before that i think they're out they go around to people's houses and they have a thing called pre-drinks and they're just kind of drinking, you know, cider and beer from lager from the local off-license newsagent, and um, yeah, they're just. I mean, I'm not again, I'm not tarring the same people, with the same brush here, but I think that you get pockets of people who are interested in what you just said in terms of um, young people, that is, in terms of history and that, and, and then you get the the, I would say more more often than not the younger generation which don't care um and they're just out getting drunk and i'm paying you yeah. for, for the 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 millennials <laughs>
1: oh no i remember yeah. i remember uh, the only time i ever had security escort someone out was some kid in uh, some kid in the uk in the front row
0: some football hooligan?
1: I don't know. He was just <laughs> he was harassing after like four songs. He kept doing that and it was so distracting and I was just like, "Security, I want this kid out." And, and they they dragged, dragged him out.
0: out. That's funny.
1: I felt, I felt like, like a, a I felt, I felt like, like a, a part, part of the, of the royal, royal family at that moment. <laughs>
2: you should have beheaded him. <laughs> yeah. Him
1: mid <laughs> off yeah. so what do you th- what do you think about shrek's accent let's 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 take us off topic is, is, it's very bad is shrek's accent
0: just terrible or what mike Sh- myers yeah shrek's shrek is scottish isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. well it's mike myers yeah. doing a very bad scottish accent so it sounds a bit
2: more billy Connolly, doesn't it i think that shrek mm. accent um mm-hmm. it, do you know what? I, i've only seen shrek one many many moons ago but um <laughs> is it common knowledge that it's bad?
0: I don't know. I always just wonder well, what, is, what people... It um... is for me. Well, what about this? What about... We were talking about in a previous episode, um, you know, Simpsons. You ever watch The Simpsons? Yeah. Okay, so you, there was this big hullabaloo over um, the Apu character, who's a convenience store clerk, who's who's stingy, and he, and he embodies all the negative stereotypes about South Asians, and, yeah. and really unfairly to a lot of people. That's the way they see it. Um, and I was talking about how groundskeeper Willie, who's this drunken Scotsman with a red beard, is always violent. And I was just like, what about all the and negative drunk. stereotypes of, of Scottish people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <sure. laughs> and his accent is terrible. Like, it's totally not <laughs> I, I done think, by a Scotsman. I think what's happening with the, the um, you know, in,
2: in England, we call um, like Indian and Pakistani Asian. I mean, I think in America, it's more kind of when you say Asian, it's more. Uh, you know, East
0: Asian. Uh, yeah, we all, we have South Asian and East Asian, I guess you would no, say. I mean,
2: yeah. in, in the British sense of it, Asians in this country, they would probably find, obviously, the Simpsons character extremely um, offensive. Right. Whereas. Whereas the Scottish people are probably watching it, going, "That's pretty accurate <laughs>
0: <laughs> for groundskeeper Willie." It's like, yeah, it's like me da, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like me da. There are a lot of Asians in that sense, the way you say it. Uh, there, I remember that's what we ate. It was always like, "Hmm, we're not going to have any British food."
0: What you're going to have curry? What's well, that's the, funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's go I was, get some curry. <laughs> well,
0: I, I was in I was in Prince Edward Island. Um, which is this cool little island off the coast in Canada. And um, it was like one of the first settlements, you know. Um, And there's this bar like there is in every town called Churchill's. And it's um, an English pub. And you go in there and you open up the menu and it's like traditional British curries. (laughs) And I was like, the appropriation police would be. Just insane over this title because British curries, traditional British curries, they traditionally appropriated it from India, and these are the ones they traditionally stole. you, uh, You Google, have you heard of the dish chicken tikka masala? Oh, yes, yes.
2: You Google that dish that was invented in Birmingham, where I'm from. No way,
0: honestly, you can Google that. Well, but the spices obviously came from India, right. This is, true. this is
2: probably true <laughs> I think I think what it is uh, because Birmingham especially do have um, a big Asian population. I mean my school was probably about eighty percent Asians in the area that I went to um but that's not common in, in England, but it's just kind of the area that I went to school and um, is that
1: for is that about four hours from London Birmingham it
2: is if you, if, if you drove it'd probably take you about two hours
1: i got rescued from like kind of a a bad date in birmingham the only date i ever went on in in the uk and uh aunt west from oh wonder actually saved me from that bad date did i ever tell you about that i don't i I know that you met with aunt because i saw it at the time but because did he he drop you at the airport or something yeah well (laughs) what happened was there was this girl that was friends with david And then we were kind of flirting on Facebook Messenger the whole time I was over there. And then I took a train to, to, I think she was in Birmingham. And then, like, she, you know, we went out and got some drinks or whatever. And then she said, like, within the first 10 minutes, like, yeah, I'm just not interested in dating anybody ever. Right. And I was like, okay. uh," So I texted, I had this, like, burner cell phone that we bought at Tesco. And uh, I was, like, t- texting Aunt under the table, like, dude, I don't know why I'm here, but can you rescue me? I convinced her to take us to this place where the train station was, and I didn't tell her. I was kind of shady about it. And uh, he he rescued me, and I remember just, like, having all my stuff, taking a train across the U.K. going, what the hell am I doing? This was the worst decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> But I gotta say it now. But yeah, Aunt, Aunt picked me up, and then we hung out, and then he took me to the airport, and I flew home. But it's a, it's a great story. But yeah, I remember being in Birmingham, going, isn't it? I remember it having a reputation of being kind of dumpy. Is that true? Kind of ghetto.
2: You had a reputation of being quite ghetto.
1: No, Birmingham, <laughs> Birmingham,
2: <laughs> Birmingham. Yeah, man. It's um, if you if you do come here, that the. the The town centre, well, the city centre, has been done out very, very nice. It's called the Bull Ring, and it's all very cool bars and restaurants and shops and stuff like that. But on the outskirts of the city, yeah, it's very, it's quite a lot of crime, I would say. Um, So I I was, I was born probably about eight or ten miles away from Birmingham, and it was in a town called Warsaw, and. Yeah, it's kind of like on the outskirts. One of the-
1: I think I want to say your sister came to that show in Birmingham when we played there, right? Maybe. I have three of them, so it, it's, it's, it could be a possibility. Oh, you got three sisters. Are, are they all
0: older? Yes, I'm the baby. How did, how did, I, how did I guess that?
1: Yeah, James oh, my- James comes from a long line of uh, of attractive people.
0: Well, he's probably very confident with when talking to women. He could have
1: either any of his sisters could have been married into the royal family, but uh, they just refused.
0: Lady Matthews. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Harry's too much of a lad. No way.
2: <laughs> Harry's a chav. You know, too much of a lad. Prince William, the only good thing about him is he supports Aston Villa. Kate <laughs> Gray, Meghan Markle, mm, undecided. Um, <laughs> Prince Charles. He's just very, very boring and speaks like that. And then, <laughs> what's his wife called? Camilla Parker
0: Bowles. Yeah, not. Well. Are you um? Are you too, you're probably too young to remember the whole uh, Princess Die fiasco, right? I think, Is- I think I was actually meant to be born on
2: the day that they were getting married. Which, oh, wow. Uh, was, do you like. I can't remember the exact day. Anyway, I wasn't born on <laughs> then, but um, yeah, I do remember. Obviously, I was too young, um, but I, I remember waking up one morning and my dad saying that she'd been killed in a car crash, and obviously it was all like, over the news, and it was kind of a lot of conspiracy theorists saying,
0: right? So. Yeah, people were people were weeping and wailing, and and uh, you know, that yeah, was- yeah, she was the modern day, mo- um,
2: you know, Mother Teresa, wasn't she? And she she right. yeah, yeah. kind of cared. And I, I do think that. That Kate has taken on that mantle, and I think mm. she, she she's she's genuine and she she does it well. And I think she's she fits into the family well.
0: No, is she from is she from royalty too? I didn't know Kate Middleton, right? That was her maiden name. <clears throat> that's
2: correct. Yeah, no,
0: but they went to I think it was Eton together. No,
2: no, sorry. Oh, okay, they went to a university. Sorry, in Scotland, and that's where they met. Um, I, her family aren't royal, but they're definitely upper class and are from your very well-to-do... Yeah, what Yeah,
0: what, like what, what? is the line that crosses over into royal? Because you can be like a, a, a duchess or a... I mean, are, there's all these class <laughs> yeah, systems, I mean, right?
2: Yeah, there's, there is... Well, it's all like blue blood, and it's what it is. So they starts at the top, and I guess it's like... Um, when you're doing your family tree, I guess, and there's just lots of roots coming off the bottom. And, I mean, it just just filters down i I don't know the ins and outs of it but
1: um we need you to be a royal family expert on this podcast
0: (laughs) yeah come on on. don't you don't all you blokes know what's going on over there yeah
1: (laughs) don't you know the queen come on you know what's funny is i remember being the the first show we played in the uk we were we played in wales and i remember right away the welsh told us we are not british we are not (laughs) we are not part of that country and then our tour manager's like, "Oh, don't let the sheep shaggers tell you anything," you know. <laughs> and then right away, it was like, "What's going on? This it feels like if California just hated Nevada." Like, no, <laughs> no way.
2: I mean, England are pretty much like well, obviously we are from the United Kingdom, but we are in in the—it's a very football-led like country. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, right. Soccer is extremely important here, and. When which Scottish hate the English, Wales hate the English. Um, uh, what the Irish think about us, really? They're just probably all drunk all the time, so love us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas me
0: personally, I don't get I don't know a lot of English people who hate Scottish or hate the Welsh. It's more. It's of kind a, of like it's kind of like the U.S. It's like once if you're at the top, other people hate you, and you don't really consider them. That much because it's not a big deal. It's like, I, you know, whenever I'm, you know, I'm yeah. I'm both American and Canadian. So when I'm in Canada, people are like, oh, my gosh, Americans, this and that.
2: I, I didn't and, want
0: to say that, but I agree with you. It's like, you know, why does everyone hate Man United? Because they're the best because they're the best. Right. Why do you hate the Yankees? <laughs> they're the best. You know, like it just it's easy. It's easier to hate the number best. one. Well, historically, psh, they psh, are, Nate.
1: All right, historically, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I felt that way when I was, you know, we did we uh, we journeyed down to France a couple of times. When I was trying to speak English in, Fran- in, in France, they hated me. It was like, ugh, this American, get <clears> was out like, of I, here.
0: Well, that's, that's what I tell my Canadian friends. I'm like, you understand that the U.S. doesn't even know you're up here? <laughs> like you spend all your time worrying about what they're doing and what the what the politics are or whatever and they don't ever think of you they're like oh yeah canada they're nice they're nice people right yeah hockey right <laughs> they have no idea what's going on oh. so it's just funny yeah once you know yeah it, it it's it's easy to direct all of your resentment towards those who have the the power or the economic control or the governance and all that
1: best just to stay anonymous right just stay out of it oh yeah just stay like Banksy. Just nobody knows who you are. Do you don't care about anything? Yeah. What's, what's the uh, what's the overall sentiment about Banksy over there? Is he cool? Is he kind of like? Yeah, he's like, super cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Do do people know who he is? Do they have any idea who he is?
2: Ah, oh, man, it's um, no one knows. I think that it was on the news maybe about five or six years ago that they got some CCTV footage from. Oh, that's another thing. I'm really surprised with. Cause I think. London, especially, is I don't think there's hardly any any areas which don't have CCTV. Um, and you're just constantly, you know, big brothers watching you since it works. So, I, I, I do reckon some form of government, uh, you know, influence is keeping that secret as well as the man himself.
0: Well, I'm sure he covers his face up, but I, I guarantee whatever Scotland Yard or whoever's in charge knows who he is and, and thinks you know let him do his business because it's good for tourism it's 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 good
2: you know i'm I'm I'm, you know guy from england talking to some people for people across the pond and you know you're talking about him so he's definitely good for you know tourism purposes and 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 that type of thing i think he's cool man i think it's good i like his work it's political it has a message it's very clever one of these days he's got to come out and he's got
1: to say look it's me it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna ruin everything. He's it's gonna, gonna come ruin out,
0: Mystique. He's
1: gonna come out and he's gonna be like, "Remember, remember, the fifth of November."
0: you <laughs> <laughs> like, you seen that movie Exit through the Gift Shop, that he made? I Don't think so. It's so amazing. You haven't seen Exit it's through the Gift so Shop? It's so amazing. I don't
2: think so. I have to make a note of
0: that. Oh, it's about this. Yeah, it's, it's about great. the. It's a, it's basically all this footage from this guy who basically rips off Banksy. Okay. And he was a guy working with Banksy, and he rips him off, and then Banksy and made name, a film. And his
1: name is Mr. Brainwash.
0: Mr. Brainwash and, and Banksy took all of his footage and made a film, a documentary film about this guy. <laughs> it's amazing
1: what he did. Is he actually <laughs> followed? This guy actually followed around a bunch of street artists and filmed them, and then
0: be, kind of became yeah. a street artist. But he was kind of a phony. He was ripping people off. But then, but then, but then it was like, what is art? Because this guy's, it's a, it seems like he's making art.
1: It's really so, good. It's really yeah, good. It's super good.
0: Yeah, it, it it definitely got me into
1: that oh i mean i remember finding a coffee table book before i went to the uk someone had a banksy coffee table book and i was looking through it and there was just so many great pieces and it was very political and it but it but it felt like it did have a good message and um i'm just surprised some someone of like he's got to have a community of friends and they've probably been bribed and they know who he is and he yet he still has kind of remained anonymous and i think that's just a testament to the community you've built if people don't You know, if you've got the royal family dad getting the paparazzi to take pictures of his daughter on the computer, but you don't know who Banksy is, that's a testament to, like, he's got a good community behind him.
2: I watched a TV program and they were, I think it was a prank show or something like this, but they were selling original, real Banksys. I think it was a social experiment on the street and and they, they wrote, um, you know, 100% genuine, real Banksy's originals, not prints, um, $10 or whatever it was, or $20. And, you know, there the, were the, the stereotypical ones which you'd expect where, you know, he's he's, he's the spray and he's kind of throwing a, a vase of flowers in it. You know, you've seen it where yeah, he's
0: yeah.
2: Like, like an artistic person. And um, I think out of the whole day, the hair for the whole day, I think about two or three people bought them. And then at the end of the day, they contacted the people who bought them and just said look you've actually got a real one because the people who were buying them at the time because when you go to these street marks, you know you know people just do patter to try and sell you anything they knew that they when you buy them they're not real but in this right. fact it turned out that they were and they just kind of just said look this was a social experiment. You actually did buy a real bank. See, I just wanted to let you no, know. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Which were, is worth how much money would
2: maybe yeah, be worth? They, yeah, you know, they're worth thousands and thousands of pounds. So, wow.
0: Um,
2: but you just watched the footage of the people just walking past it. And I'm like, oh my God, I wish I was there. <laughs> 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 it's not if I was there, to be honest, unless I had that um, knowledge.
0: But, yeah. Um, so buy all the bank buy all the Banksies that are advertised oh, as no. original Banksies on, no. on the, in the market.
1: <laughs> I will, I do have to do it. I do have to throw one shout out to my buddy. I don't even remember the town he's from, but we stopped in on tour one time, in this small town, and we ran into this guy. His name was Hawk, and he was an Asian guy. Um, and he was had this little uh curry shop, and he made us he was so he thought we were famous right so on his wall he had mike a picture of him and mike tyson and then a picture of him and, and some other famous guy i can remember and then us <laughs> i would love to find this like imagine
2: one time i'm randomly and randomly having something to eat in his place and i'm like <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we it, yeah and he was like you guys are famous right and we're like Nah, yeah you're like you're an american band in the uk you guys are famous and we're like no not really and he wouldn't (laughs) he thought yeah he thought we were being modest it was like this social experiment right uh and uh and then uh he invited us back the next time we were on tour with you guys so i think that we met him on tour with, with hella goodbye and when we show up it was like A royal feast. No, I'm not. It was so much food everywhere, and we ate for and he gave us drinks and everything. It was ridiculous. It was the most hospitable thing we had ever encountered, the entire time we were there. And he was.
0: And your photo was on the wall.
1: Our photo was on the wall. He had a sign it, and it was just ridiculous.
0: (laughs) What was his name? Hawk.
1: His name was Hawk. Yeah, I have friends with him on. I'm friends with him on Facebook.
2: Listening, hit me up. I want some free food. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we'll fr- send him the episode. I'm friends with Sherwood.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, you got a name drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends uh, with Mike Tyson.
1: So, uh, <laughs> so, so the royal weddings this weekend, and your friend's gonna play bagpipes for it, and you and you're not going.
2: So, I mean, I don't think he's officially playing for it. He's actually just gonna go around Windsor.
1: I just love that your Scottish friend plays bagpipes.
2: Yeah, he's so good. He's so quick.
1: <laughs> I just love that you have a Scottish he friend. Actually, he actually
2: dropped it in. He's like, yeah, dude, I played at the White House and everything. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, I like, yeah, I've played in Abu Dhabi. I've played in this place, that place. To the oh, dirt. I
0: like your, I like your Scottish accent. Yeah, it's pretty you're pretty good. You're pretty good at that. <laughs> pretty good accents, actually. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we have a? did we have a
1: moment backstage where we were all tr- where we were trying to speak with the UK accent, and you guys were trying to speak American? I think you guys, yeah. did, I think you guys did better than us.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I remember doing that in Australia with with uh, tour manager in Australia. We were all like, "Yeah, my guy to the shop and get some peace." And we're like doing that, and then he's like, "I'm gonna go to a baseball game, get a hot dog, dude." <laughs> <laughs> we just died laughing.
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys can do Americans so much better than we than we can do
2: yeah, you. I think it's because we're you know with tv and film you know we grow up with you on the tv and it's very easy to kind of adopt that
0: accent. right right it's a lot a lot of media out of hollywood
2: yes exactly uh,
0: but when i when i go to america people go are you australian <laughs> <laughs> they asked my friend they asked my friend matt carter if he's australian and he's from south carolina so you know people are stupid here <laughs> oh, oh, man. it's been great man thanks for coming on yeah no, thank you for having me man it's been good Is there any? uh, Is you know? Are you trying to promote anything? Should we? Should we tell anybody where to reach you? Yeah, man. So on, you can get me on Twitter
2: at Mister James Matthews. Uh, Matthews is M A T T H E W S. Um, All right. Him on Instagram, and yeah, my artist who I manage, Zach said Z A C H S A I D. He's got a single coming out tomorrow, and it's getting premiered on BBC Radio One Extra with DJ Target from 8.30 Greenwich Mean Time.
0: Oh, wow. There you go. Well, yeah. we we might have to go live with this episode today, then. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On
2: yeah. purposes, of course. Um, yes. Look, it's always tomorrow. Be out tomorrow, so It's fine. Yeah, if you, if you see exactly. that if you
1: see that bump in uh, traffic, you know where it came from. You know
2: what I'm saying? <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, man. Like, that's
1: our that, that's our army coming. There's like an extra six plays on Spotify, thanks to us. <laughs> we'll one, send them
0: your way. No, one, <laughs> one pence.
1: Hey, that's like fifty bucks here. So yeah, well, dude, I appreciate it. Um, super fun. Obviously, you know, we we threw you on the spot talking about like the royal family, and you did great. You killed it. Yeah, you cr- you crushed it. I
0: crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, man. Thanks, James. Cool, man. Thanks a lot. Cheers. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.